Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're with Comic Catherine Bloom. Catherine Bloom, how the hell are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, doing so good. Thank you so. Thank you for so much for coming on because you are the yeast queen. If you look I at am. yeah on the, on both Instagram and Twitter, you're the, you're the only yeast queen there is. I am. I'm the only one. <laughs> Although you had to put an underscore at the beginning of yeast queen, so it leads me to believe that the former yeast queen died of a yeast infection. I think that she might have, but her Twitter is not dead. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have competing yeast queens on on Twitter. You know, apparently so. I haven't actually Googled it, but I just know that the yeast underscore queen on Twitter was already taken. Fuck so I that. had to adapt with an underscore yeast queen. Fuck that bitch. Are you, what's the random podcast? Um, so it's, I have a podcast that's like a radio play series. Yeah, and what is that? It's like, so it's basically like a play that you hear rather than see. And right. a lot of it, uh, they're all completely unrelated, different short plays um and so you have to kind of uh speak out the action because right you because you can't see it yeah so i normally narrate them and then uh i ask a bunch of different actors to come in and do the voices for different parts and then we normally weave the parts together and then add sound effects and everything to make it come to life more and do you write all the parts and is that what i could uh, expect with jews of the corn a play by Catherine blue Yes. So Jews of the Corn will be coming out on Halloween as another yes. episode of Random Podcast. Is it a horror uh, radio play? Um, somewhat. It's more, uh, it's just kind of like absurd, I guess. It's not, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's about uh, rural teenage Jews converting to Christianity for clout. Um, Why would is, they convert for clout? So it's like loosely based off of, <laughs> so I grew up in like a, I don't know, like an area where like there was this thing called Young Life, which was um, this kind of <laughs> like after so school. Stupid. It was young so Young Life sounds so corny. It was this like after school Christian club oh, okay. that kids would join. But it okay. was, I, at least like in my year in school, I don't know about like, you know, before or after, but around when I was in high school, it was very much like, kind of a thing that like you went to these youth group meetings like kind of to be cool and yeah. it was the way that like people like hooked up with each other even though sure. they were like, very much like I love Jesus I'm a virgin like we all yeah. knew, like whatever yeah, yeah like like I think I had that same experience where like I grew up in the church and so we also had junior youth fellowship and, and senior youth fellowship so when you're in junior high and high school and it was cool man like it was the fucking place to be they had cool overnights where you stay up all night at these mega churches and just fucking go nutty and I had the experience too where like girls were walking in stripping to boys to men and I'm like dude this is the fucking shit and other people were <laughs> like you're just having this uh stupid existence as a Christian uh preteen or teen and I'm like no it was amazing yeah yeah it was so so i mean so jews of the corn is kind of like that but then <laughs> being like but it's like these jewish characters that are like okay we want to get in on this but we're jewish so like we can't really yeah which is loosely like somewhat my ex i don't know i guess so i grew up jewish and i never went to one of these young life meetings but i definitely thought about it 
And there was a girl who I went to Hebrew school with who was on the cross country team with me who started like going regularly. And I don't know if like the other people on the team knew that she was Jewish, but she was like very much like, oh yeah, like it's not religious. Like there's just like a little prayer at the beginning, but we just like hang out with each other. So we're trying to pass as, was she trying to pass as a Christian then? Like how are the Jews of the corn trying to kind of, you know, go in incognito and get the clout without being revealed as Jewish? Yeah, so, like, in Jesus of the Corn, one of the characters is, because um, she's, like, already kind of, like, established herself in this sort of Christian world, and then the other one is sort of coming in, being like, this is weird, and, like, knows that it's wrong, but, like, wants the cloud anyways, so is still doing it. And which one are you? Are you the established one, or the try- the one trying to kind of go in and, and try to make a go of it? So, technically, I'm the one going in, although I don't like to say okay that's me but yeah don't burn material because you're also the narrator myself in this story i would okay myself as that but you're also the narrator so i mean if you're if you're doing a character in this radio play do you change your voice or do you um i normally don't do the characters so i just did the narration for this which kind of i hope the narration sort of comes across as its own character oh yeah of course it's like gossip girl sure yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like Gossip Girl. But um, it's so funny because I mean, you follow, <laughs> you follow Yeast Queen and you are just highly visual. I mean, like, first of all, on Twitter, it says thes- thespian thought. Thespian. And uh, yeah, so I'll have to, uh, yeah, th- thespian thought or thespian thought. And you're, you're, it's very, you know, if I know what thought means, it would seem to be consistent with certain of the pictures on here. So yeah, what is a, <laughs> what is a thought? What is, what is a thespian thought? And how does your Instagram content, uh, how is that consistent or inconsistent with the notion of thespian thought? So I would say thespian thought is kind of like, I don't want to sort of like, uh, I learned this term recently. And by recently, I mean last night. Um, I learned the term uh, fem cell, which is like an incel, uh, but I guess the girl version. Uh, and so I, I personally, I feel like uh, I associate with that, like, especially like as a teenager okay. and like sort of thespian culture is very, very, I feel like people that did like a lot of musical theater and like high school and stuff get this where like people are so touchy and like everyone is like giving each other back rubs and stuff. And like everyone, like maybe some of the guys are like just gay, but like all the girls are bisexual. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's the most sexual place ever without people really like realizing that they're just kind of like, Oh, I'm just like doing this, but it's like, this is a straight up sex cult. So I feel like thespian thought stems from that. And then with my um, just general addiction to taking thirst traps and then my way to validate them to myself is to try to attempt to make them funny. But then what is, how does fem cell play into thespian thought though? Are they consistent or inconsistent? I feel like it plays into thespian thought because a lot of people that are thespians like especially when they're teenagers are not very cool and don't necessarily like get laid or like date in high school or if they do it's like kind of a weird scenario where it's like why is that musical theater person dating like that normal guy so yeah 
so you, I mean, you, you like taking thirst traps, you, you, you make them funny and of course they're hilarious. And so that would make you, does that make you a thespian thought then? Because I would um, say that makes me a thespian thought because I would yeah. say I'm also, I am taking my thirst traps for, I would say other thespian thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so they, they say, know what I'm trying to do here. They know that I, I enjoy taking thirst traps and I'm making them hilarious. Right, right. And just because I'm taking these things doesn't mean it's an invitation to approach me with 4,000 creepy messages. No. In the same way. For the thespian thoughts. <laughs> in, the sa- <laughs> in the same way, like the people back in the day in the theater uh, department or whatever, like they're all touchy feeling, but that doesn't mean they were actually getting laid. No. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, I would also say, like, a lot of the, like, I don't know, it's so, like, strange, because a lot of the touchy-feely, like, was very sexual, but, like, I don't, I feel like I didn't realize that, like, until fairly recently, like, looking back on it, being like, that was so sexual, whereas at the time, I was just, like, I'm so random and free and fun <laughs> and like, <laughs> like I was being molested while I was standing there backstage. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not molested. I would say it was consensual, but yeah. <laughs> like I was being, I was being felt up and I didn't know I made it to second base. Yeah. And so like, how does this jive with the upbringing then? I think one of your topics today was super interesting to me, which is the fact that you went to a high school where if you said the word fuck, you would get a three day suspension. <laughs> you would. So I never got suspended for saying fuck um, because I was kind of a narc in high school. Um, You're busy feeling up other people backstage. I was busy being a thespian thought. I only (laughs) said fuck around other thespian thoughts. Um, But I would say like, it was just so, it was just such a weird rule. Just, I think like this is like the way it is with like just a lot of um, high schools in America, but like just these like dumb arbitrary rules, like, you get three day suspension if you say fuck, or like if you show up wearing shorts that are too short, then like you have to go change, or I don't know, just like things like that, which is obviously like because I'm smaller and shorter, I feel like I could also with the dress code like get away with a lot more. Um, but like it still was like weird for everybody, I would say. So just like these rules that like kind of mean nothing but are just really funny, like thinking back on them. Yeah. I'm also like, I really want to know how many of those are still in place because i yeah. think all of them are because you could just i mean like if they could look at you now i mean you're laying down on the sand you got a swimsuit on and you're eating a chocolate covered banana yeah like it's, it's yeah. just ridiculous i mean like like people thinking that would be sexually suggest i mean it, i suppose it's sexually it's suggestive <laughs> but to imply that that is more sexual than humorous is pretty funny yeah right <laughs> and like somebody I, like me I, like, I also just think it's funny to sort of like sort of like that like confusion too of like taking a thirst trap that's like clearly there's like something really off about it and like you don't like it's it's not sexual because it's like I'm eating a chocolate covered banana like yeah, in a yes. fake like a beach volleyball like sand pit like I'm not even at the beach um in like not even a swimsuit I mean I feel like I'm in, I'm in like a an old ballet leotard from when I was like 15 so I don't know. It's also just like, I guess like somebody could look at that and be like, that's hot, which I'd be like, yeah, thank you. But like, it's not, I don't know. Yeah. Just like it's, it's hot because I am, I am fit and good looking. It's not hot because I'm being sexual. 
Yeah. <laughs> like anything <laughs> I do is sexy because I'm sexy. Like, like eating, I'm a lesbian <laughs> hot. <laughs> yeah, like eating, eating a head of lettuce on a spin bike. That's another example. You're like, some people are like, well, she's in bikini, so I'm, I'm happy. But then you're like, but I'm hilarious because I'm eating a head of lettuce. I'm eating a head of lettuce. I'm on a spin bike and I'm wearing an, a wig that makes me look like an old woman. Like in some of this to me, like I am, I'm, I'm probably, I'm voluntarily celibate and I have been for decades and I'm just <laughs> like, like meaning I was pretty awesome early on in life. And then later on, I didn't like the options I was getting. So I kind of took myself out of the market, but it's such that some, some of the things are kind of shocking, like to see anybody, you know, flash any sort of skin on Instagram to me is shocking. Like, like somebody like me needs to, you know, like with a stunted, I don't know, it's like a stunted growth. Like I, I stopped, like, I don't know, I stopped like having adult relationships when I was fucking 20 or some shit. Like, like, is this, is any of this meant to, like, what would you say to somebody who's so prudish that he or she is shocked by this? It's still funny, but it's kind of, um, it's eye catching. And I guess that's part of the point. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand like, that humor isn't for everybody and like some people just genuinely don't get it which i don't mean to like antagonize anyone with being like listen like if you think like my stuff is like too suggestive or something i also am sort of like i mean that's your opinion but also i feel like thirst traps are so common now that i'm sort of like do you really not follow any other accounts where people are constantly posting thirst traps especially oh, no, in it's, 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 oh it's so no i mean but yeah. it's notable across the board yeah <laughs> so meaning if i'm a prudent I'm, I'm like looking at some of these you know you know following some of these female comment comedians feed is they, they they post something and i'm like dude the, you know obviously i'm just like like this person is obviously hilarious and what he or she is doing is funny but it's like i'm still kind of just kind of a prude at heart and i, I look at this and i'm like <laughs> i want to suspend myself for three days for for seeing uh, someone in a, a bathing suit yeah. <laughs> so no, it's just I mean, like, yeah, how would you like, you know, how do you address just like a prude like that? It's just kind of like grow up and um, you're emotionally stunted and maybe you need help. Yeah. Or yeah. just like, you don't have to look at my Instagram. Like, I don't know. Oh, no, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. I, oh, no. Like, I follow you because you're funny and I'm looking at your Instagram because you're the East Queen. But, um, yeah. and I'm, I'm speaking more generally, just in terms of like the role of thirst traps and comedians, social media. What do you think the role is? You know, I don't know, but I do, like, I've noticed at least since, like, moving to New York, which was, like, about a year ago, and, like, getting involved in the comedy scene here, which I feel like um, where I was before, I was in Chicago for a year, and at least there, like, personally, I'm sure the circles are there, but, like, I just didn't find a circle that was, like, that supportive of like female comics like specifically like writers and stand-up mm -hmm. um so like since being in new york i feel like i've like found or just like known of like more and more people like that and like just like followed all those these people that like i've met on social media and i've just like noticed that's like a lot more of a trend and i feel like just being around and just like seeing just like other female and like non-male identifying comics that are like posting thirst traps a lot like as a way to be funny is like super validating because it was also something that I did like like I feel like I did that a lot like in college um like as a joke and then kind of stopped because I was like I don't know what the deal is with like industry stuff or like jobs or like how people will view me so I kind of stopped for like a year out of school okay yeah but then like I don't know just like viewing that is just like 
I'm like, okay, yeah, like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. It was, you know, it's kind of freeing when you, when you kind of stop pretending that there's an industry person, uh, you know, viewing every one of your posts, you're like, yeah, okay, well, I'm going to now be myself and this is me and I enjoy the fuck out of it. I enjoy thirst traps and I'm the, I'm the yeast queen. I can make them hilarious. Right. Also, I'm like, whatever these like broad industry people are that like I had in my mind, that was more of just like an idea of a person rather than like an (laughs) actual person. I was like, half of these like quote unquote industry people like or other people that are just posting thirst traps. <laughs> so... <laughs> and to the extent they look at it and they're, t- they're, they're prudish like me, it's just like, they know the problem is them. Like, yeah. like I, I'm a nuanced individual. I understand that it's just like, I'm a fucking, you know, I'm just a weirdo. You know, I'm, I'm weird in the same way that other people are who, you know, there's certain thirst trap people or whatever who are weird in their own way. It's like, I'm weird because I'm a prude. It's just, I'm weird in exactly the opposite way. Yeah. And you know what? If that's your thing, it's like, I, I totally respect that. Dude, I and, that. Oh, I love that. And, I'm, and coming from the yeast queen, that means a lot because it's like, you know, you are personifying the hilarious thirst trap. And so to, to, for you to say that, that it's fine for me to be a prude, I love that. You know, it's like, like, I will treasure that going forward. Whenever somebody tries to prude shame me, I'll be like, you know who has co-signed my, my prudishness is the yeast queen. All right. And I'm talking the underscore yeast queen on Twitter and also the yeast underscore queen on Instagram. So yeast queen, Catherine Bloom, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you.